from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and always uh, very grateful for the opportunities we get to have all of the uh, amazing people we've had on the show. Somebody that is no stranger to the broadcast is Christian Rossi. I think he played every single sport imaginable at West Jenny just so he could be at my shows at the Wildcat Sports Pub. So I do uh, I do think he did that. I think at one point he played uh, women's water polo. I'm, I'm confident in that. But I know, uh, I know he was around for a lot of good stuff and obviously uh, there for the state championship. And we got to be down in Binghamton together. So uh, we got a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. Uh, he went off to OCC, so not too far away, just a stone's throw from West Jenny, and he's here with us this morning. So let's bring the man in. It's not like anything's happened since the last time Christian Rossi and I talked. It's not like the 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 world has turned upside down since the last time we talked. So let's bring him on, Christian. How you doing? Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How's the hair holding up? How's the curls going? I cut it off. You cut them all off. I cut them off. Oh. Rocking the short hair now. Oh, you're trying to copy me now. I feel you. All right, cool. So, so what made you cut it off? Uh, I was just kind of sick of it. I just needed a change. Okay. All right. Was it? What was it? Was it mom? Was it? Was it a girlfriend or was it you? No, they were actually both kind of upset that I cut it, but <laughs> okay. I just needed a change. I was kind of sick of it. Okay. All right. So, so you went against mom and you went against the girlfriend. How did they react to it? Uh, they actually both ended up liking it once it was done, but they, they weren't sure how they were going to feel about it before. Well, I'm happy that you stuck to your guns and you did what made you happy, Christian. That's what it's about. So, uh, Christian Rossi here with us this morning. Uh, Christian, you just finished up your first season at uh, OCC with the Lasers men's basketball team. Uh, bring me into it. What were your thoughts on season number one? Well, I, th- I thought we had a really good season. Um, or we ended the season not kind of how we hoped but overall it was a really good season we got up to number three in the country at one point towards the end of the season so we had a lot of success or a lot of success and we've got a lot of pieces coming back so hopefully we, we um continue to just keep building you know and like you said you got up to third in the nation for juco which is insane it's that's it, so you know njcaa amazing what did that mean to you to be in the top three in the entire country I mean, that was really special the day we saw that those rankings came out because we all knew how hard we worked in practice and how dedicated every single person was to our team. We had a big we had a big drop off of players uh, in between semesters, so I feel like we really came together towards the um, the end of the season, the second semester, when we had our core guys, and I really think it made it just that much more special for us that we were all still together. And going through something like that, you know, like you said, from one semester to the other, having a drop off, how did the team handle that? I mean, obviously, uh, it's understated how much uh, something that happens in the locker room can change when when there's no fa- when the faces that were there aren't necessarily there. How'd you guys navigate through all that? Uh, I really started with our coaches. You know, the first day back from 
uh, winter break. We we get a we get a couple weeks off. Uh, and the first day back, you know, Coach uh, Cerrone and Woody and uh, all of our other coaches sat us down in the locker room and were like, you know, listen, this is the circumstances. These guys didn't uh, take care of what they need to get done. And this is really what we're walking with now. But, you know, it, it's not going to not gonna hold us back. We're only going to build from here. So let's, you know, let's just uh, come in ready to work. And that's what we did. We just came in and we just got better every day. Yeah, coming here from Christian Rossi, West Genesee to OCC uh, the team ends the season 25 and 4 only four losses in 29 games and 86% winning percentage uh, 12 and 0 in the conference 15 and 1 at home 10 and 2 on the road and 0 and 1 on neutral court i mean this i mean we look at the numbers here and i know the season ended before you wanted it to but these are some pretty outstanding numbers in, in my opinion at least uh, coming off of the first season your first experience out there yeah, no, definitely. It was definitely not a season to uh, hang your heads about or anything like that. You know, we, we like I said, we had a really good year. And what really excites me the most is that it was kind of like our freshman. It was all like we had the second semester. We only had one sophomore, you know, so we were a really freshman loaded team. So, you know, what really excited me was that we'll have all these pieces back next year. So hopefully we can just keep building. And Christian, for you, uh, we had, I mean, obviously you came off the, the bench as a freshman at OCC, played in 17 games. What was your uh, personal takeaway from your first season there coming off the bench? Um, so before the season started, Coach Cerrone and I had a really realistic talk about what my role was kind of going to be this year and what expectations he had for me. And we kept having conversations throughout the, the season about where, like, where I stood and stuff like that. And he always was 100% honest with me which was what I really liked the most. I played for a lot of different coaches, and a lot of them will just tell you what you want to hear to keep you around, you know, but he told me how it was, and that's what I really respected about him as a coach. So I wasn't, so there wasn't any surprises throughout the season when, you know, maybe I didn't play or stuff like that because I kind of already knew what to expect. But uh, I overall, I had a lot of fun this year. I was very, very, very thankful for the opportunity to even there and i'm just excited for next year and for you uh with eric cerrone your head coach speaking here with christian rossi of west genesee history a state champion and of course uh finished up his first season with the occ lasers men's basketball team what did you take away from head coach eric cerrone how would you describe uh, your relationship with him uh honestly coming into the season coach cerrone and i didn't really have much of a relationship we had only spoke a couple times but i've heard very very good things about him and i was really excited to learn about all like his different all the different way he approaches things and his his different coaching style because i've played for coaches of his style but never anything quite like coach cerrone if that makes sense he he's a very unique coach and he's he's a great coach you know he's probably one of the best coaches i've ever played for without a doubt so Honestly, as the season's gone on, our relationship started to build more, which I'm very happy because, like I said, he's a very good coach, and it's always great to learn things from a, a great coach, you know? And, you know, like you said, his style is, is similar to styles that you've played before, but he's still different. How would you describe Coach Cerrone's style? Well, uh, coach, you know, Coach, is, uh, he's very to the point. He, he sets his expectations high and holds you to him which I kind of like because you hear a lot of coaches come in and 
try to scare the players with their expectations and stuff like that. But, you know, coach never let up off his expectations. Like every day it was just still, this is the goal. This is the goal. He always told us, you know, if you guys want to be a great team, this is what we got to do. We still have that 5% more to grow. You know, we're a good team now, but this is what we need to do to get better. And that's what I really like because he never settled. He was just always hungry and always looking to get better. Speaking here with Christian Rossi, uh, Christian, for you, how would you describe his personality first and foremost with Eric Cerrone, and then secondly, uh, besides his personality, how would you how would you uh, describe maybe the atmosphere of the locker room? Do you feel like he has a good kind of control of the team? Well, uh, coach's personality is I think is great because he's very open. He's you know he's always told us my you know my door is always open if you guys ever need anything. And he's just a really easy guy to get along with. You know, he cracks jokes in practice, but he's always very serious when, when, you know, when it's time to be. So he was pretty cool about that stuff. And in the lock, as far as the locker room goes, I think he did it, like, just right off the bat. He did a great job of trying to build that chemistry and that family uh, feel for us in the locker room. And as you move forward and you have uh, another opportunity there, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I know, I know. Uh, obviously, uh, you go to a, a JUCO school, you got two years to play, so this is your second year. Are you hoping to transition somewhere else where you can play after the two years? How are you looking at I know you still got a season coming up, but long term, what are you looking at? I mean, it, it would always be great to be able to have the opportunity to play. You know, I've been very lucky and very fortunate to even play at the next level. So whatever my future holds, I, you know, I'm ready for. I'll always continue working and grinding towards my goals. But I would love to play at uh, the next level. But, you know, I'm just really focused on this season coming up and just trying to get ready for that. Well, speaking about another level, your teammate uh, was just on the show, Cam Jones, up at NCAA D3. Yeah, obviously, uh, Luke Sutherland is transferring to Bryant. Will Amica is heading off to Albany. Uh, we also have uh, Mr. McLean, who's who's over in Casanova, who will be uh, rejoined by Cam Jones. And then I'm uh, and then Malik Zachary, who I spoke to, going to Buffalo. What are your thoughts on uh, former teammates kind of? Uh, you know, all over the place, getting opportunities at different levels and seeing West Genesee uh, well represented in college basketball. Oh, I, I love it. You know, I couldn't be happier for those guys, especially all the ones you named, because I've spent countless hours in the gym with every single one of them. And I, I know how hard they work and I know how much they dedicate themselves to the game. So to be able to have a chance to play at any level, any like any college level, is just really amazing. It's really a blessing. So to see so many of them go to really the highest level in Division One is amazing. And then for Cam to see him go to Cas, you know, that's great for him because I feel like it's a great fit for him, a great school. I think he'll fit in well there, and I know how hard he's worked for it and how much stuff he's had to overcome. So for him to be there is really amazing. And, and you know, for you, I mean, to to see that, to see you know this team just continue to find a place i know that you're happy for what you're doing and and like you said you're just happy to be able to play at this level and have an opportunity but you know an extension of that how happy are you for your teammates and just to be able to see the fact that you're all living your dreams right now and getting opportunities to go out there obviously uh, my guy duds he's got he's got a hopeful opportunity himself so there's a lot of great things that come you know for 
for uh, you know your teammates and and what you guys are doing. So you know, I know you're happy for yourself, but speak about the extension of that and being happy for one another. Well, I know I can speak for everybody else when I can say that we're all like very happy for each other because like I said we've all worked together and we all know how much each other deserves this and outside of basketball the best part about it is that all these guys are great guys and that's really I think what coaches look for at the next level you know you can have all the talent but you know if they have to worry about you in school or in causing problems in the locker room you know that kind of turns them away so I I wouldn't say that I'm really surprised because like I said all of them are great basketball players themselves but to build off that, they're even better people. That coming from Christian Rossi. Christian, has it sunk in yet that that you are a state champion? I know it's been some time, but you know, I got I've I've asked the guys, and they're like, yeah, like kinda. Sometimes like it's still really surreal. So has it sunk in with you that that you are not only a, a state champion, but that you are the first ever West Genesee team to ever win? the boys basketball state championship in new york i i really wouldn't say that it has sunk in yet you know obviously i know we won and we're all very proud of our accomplishments and everything but like i don't know the thought that always goes back to my mind is the first it was like the first week of practice that year my senior year we all sat in a circle after practice one day we talked about what we wanted our expectations to be and what goals we wanted to reach and almost everybody was like, I don't see any reason why we can't win championships. You know, they didn't just say championship. Yeah. Everybody, everybody wanted to win the section, but you know, we really held ourselves to that next level and set the goal to win a state championship and for it to just happen. I still, I still don't believe that we really had, like we we really did it, you know? And, you know, going back to that moment in Binghamton, I mean, I remember I got to have, individual moments with a lot of you guys and I was like I got to talk to Christian and I remember walking over to you and I remember going and and you looked at me and I was like I was like man and you just kind of you shook your head and you smirked it looked like you were gonna cry you just you just kind of were standing there like surreal and it was one of my favorite moments uh, of my life honestly not just with sports because you're one of the guys that I had really you know been with been around from when I started doing things at the Wildcat sports pub with West Jenny. And, you know, for me, it was such a proud moment to see that and to go over to you and, and to just, you know, be like, brother, you did it. I mean, do you remember that moment standing on the court and just kind of what was going through your head? Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember winning real, like, obviously I haven't realized really that we won yet, but obviously I knew that we won and I'm just looking around at like all the staff that was there, all my family, all my friends, all my teammates, families, and stuff like that, because these are all people I've been playing with or playing against since I was little. So to be able to do that with that group of kids was really surreal. And to see all the kids there looking up to us and, you know, giving kids high fives as he walked off the court. like, And then, like you said before, for it to be the first state championship in school history really just was like crazy to me because when people think of West Jenny, they think of lacrosse or stuff like that, but or hockey. But you know, nobody ever really thinks of basketball. So for us to kind of not overcome those circum like those thoughts, because I wouldn't say that's really a bad thing, but for us to kind of change the narrative of the school was just really surreal to me. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. Like you set the bar, you set the tone because everybody. Because you're right, everybody knows West Jenny for. 
lacrosse. So, you know, how confident are you that people can start to get to know West Jenny for basketball and not only for the opportunity of, of playing in state championships and playing for championships, but to also, you know, be, be doing what you're doing right now, which is sending guys to the next level to play ball. I mean, do you feel like West Jenny can now become that place where we're talking about a team that can vie for a championship as well as talking about a team that can send players to college bet to the collegiate basketball level? Yeah, I absolutely do because there's a lot of talent in West Tennessee. I remember back to our Federation game when we played Christ the King. After the game, the coach told Coach Kent that he did a great job recruiting. And obviously, we don't recruit. We're a public school. So, like, that right there was, like, I took that as a compliment because, you know, like, these are homegrown kids. These are kids all from our neighborhoods and stuff like that. So, like, that was a real compliment to me. And really, just as long as Coach Kent's at Washington, I think they'll always have success. You know, Coach Kent's another one of the greatest coaches I've played for. He's he's just one of the most dedicated guys you'll ever meet, you know. He that we wouldn't have won that state championship without him. That's a hundred percent certainty because he just had us so well prepared for that game. We we had won just the night before and we were in we were in his classroom the next morning with he had breakfast for us and we were watching film on these guys that we were gonna be playing and like all sorts of stuff like that. And you don't get that out of other coaches. We we had one of our best wins of the season against Saratoga in the uh, regional game or whatever it was. And we a huge comeback win, really crazy moment. And Coach Kent didn't even hang out to celebrate with us. He went to go scout uh, the um, Niagara Falls-McQuaid game because we played the winner. You know, like just stuff like that could go so far in high school sports. And he you know, he's another one that held, um, holds the expectations high. And he really, really pushes his players to become better. And with open gyms and stuff like that, and, you know, having guys um, – like participate in open gym and give it their all is just stuff that really builds the culture of basketball at West Virginia. And I think it's a really a part of our success because just, you know, having time in the gym with Will and Cam, that's only going to make all of us better. You know, that's not going to hurt anybody. Yeah. You know, and that's the beauty of it. Speaking here with Christian Rossi coming from West Tennessee, winning a state championship and going to OCC, you know, to have that. And, and I said this to Cam and I'm going to say it to you, uh, coach Kent owes me a ring. So, you know, we, we need to figure out, Christian, how we can get this done because when y'all won that night, I went over and congratulated him and he said, no, 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 this is not our championship. This is yours and ours. Like, you are just as much a part of this team. Put his arm around me and said, this is your championship too. So my question to you is, Christian, how do I how do I get myself a ring from Fred Kent is the question. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess you got to just reach out to him and see what he says. That'd be my best advice. <laughs> or, or, or you're going to have to help me, you know, do some type of, some type of private, private eye, you know, like SWAT team, SEAL team six type of thing and go and find his in his office or something like that. So. Yeah, that's right. We'll have to find his. <laughs> so Christian Rossi hanging out. Here with us, uh, Christian. You know, you know, rapid fire. You know how it works. You've done it a ton of times. It's going to be different this time, though, because I am not going to ask you any questions. I'm going to keep you off the hot seat. I'm going to put myself on, and because you and I have known each other for a while, you, I normally give four. I'm going to give you five, so you can ask me any five questions in the world that you want. Fire away when ready. And I know, and I want to remind everybody that Christian, of everything that I've done, we started the high school show. 
uh, with West Jenny three years ago, and we started adding other schools and whatnot. And Christian asked me the first ever most difficult question of my life, which was, you're on a plane, it's going down, you have one parachute, do you save your mom or your dad? So with that being said, I now open the door to you, Christian. You got five questions. Fire when ready. Uh, let's see. Um, what are your thoughts about like the NBA season right now and where that's at? Well, you know, I think, I know they're talking about, like, let's play in Orlando, and they talked about Toronto and and Vegas, allegedly, but here's my thing. If coronavirus is really as bad as they say it is, and it really is this, because it's like, sometimes you look at it, and you're like, wow, it's really bad, but then you look at all the stuff going on with protests, and you're like, that's a lot of people together. Are they getting sick? So, I mean, it's kind of, it's a weird scenario, but here's my thought on it. This is just common sense. If you're going to bring the NBA back, and you're going to have... I say go straight to the playoffs, so don't have 30 teams, have 16, have 8-8, eight and eight and start your playoffs. But because they've already played like 65 games, they only had 17 games left. So you start your playoffs, you got 16 teams. Why would you bring all those people from all over the country to a place like Orlando or Vegas or Toronto because the fans aren't going to be there? I would say like go out to like Boise, Idaho, like go somewhere where there's like the space and there's the arena, but bring them out somewhere in the middle of nowhere where the virus hasn't gotten crazy, hasn't spread like wildfire. You know, like if, if no fans are going to be there, then what's the difference if you play in like North Dakota, Montana, you know, something like that. And, and it just, just play away from everybody because to bring it down to Orlando to me just sounds insane. It's like, hey, we're going to take these 16 cities and we're going to bring them to the one of the biggest tourist cities in the entire country and hope for the best i would put them in the middle of nowhere and have them play because if they're not going to be around anyone and they're going to be quarantined anyways what does it matter so those are my thoughts my other thought is my toronto raptors that finally won a championship after what 25 years of existence and i've been a fan the whole time they are in second place to Milwaukee, which is the exact place they were in last year when they won a championship. And I know they don't have Kawhi Leonard, but they're still very, very potentially lethal. And so I would like to see some type of playoff because I want to see how far Toronto can go. All right. Okay, that's cool. You know, I'm kind of in the same boat. I like the Celtics, and they, they've been having a pretty good year. And I feel like they haven't really come together as a whole yet maybe because of injury and stuff like that i feel like you never get all five of the starters together on a like on the same night and stuff like that so i was really looking forward to see what they were going to do in the playoffs but i don't know i guess we'll see right yeah we'll see all right uh, next next question um all right so I, I'm sure you've heard a lot about this, like the riots and the looting and different stuff like that, right? Yes. All right. So I'm not saying that you would ever be one of those people. Not that there's, I, I have no bias one way or the other on this on the situation. But I'm not saying that you would be one of these people looting. But if you were one of those people that were breaking into the street game and the villa and stuff like that. And you had all the shoes you could choose from right in front of you. What pair of shoes are you getting? Okay, well, let, let me. I'm going to preface by saying that I don't steal shoes, but uh, <laughs> but I will. Uh, oh man, what type of shoes am I taking? You know, I, I I like the ones that I got right now, and I have like an orange pair. It's like orange, and it's got like like graffiti on the bottom, and I forget they're Nikes, and I forget the exact 
name of them, but they're they're like they're so I just I like Nike shoes, man. I probably Nike. See, I don't know like. I feel like God reads my mind. You know, people say, oh, God's not paying attention. I'm like, come on now. Like, I'll think in my head, I'll go, I want some red and yellows because I had shoes that look like the flesh and I started to wear them out and I was like, I got to get some. And last year there was no red and yellows. This year I go into champs. There's like, there's every, like all the orange ones, like all basically any color I could think, like what I wanted last year is there this year and my red and yellows and like stuff like that. So I would tell you, I don't know if I have a specific one, but I need to get some red and yellows. I need to get some orange. I just like I just like colorful ones, man. I mean, it, there's something there's something about the drip, you know. I don't know. There's some, there's something about like the style of I like wearing sneakers where people look at me and they're like, "Damn, I ain't never seen anybody with those." Like I I usually have the pair of sneakers in the group where like nobody has them, and that's my that's like my thing. I just I have a certain style. So, dude, I would uh I would I would uh, gladly pay for for my favorite nikes i would say <laughs> yeah make sure we pay <laughs> make sure we pay yeah um all right so we'll go back to basketball right now okay um obviously you said your favorite team is the toronto raptors yes sir does that does that mean that your favorite player in the league is on the team or where do you stand there you know man it's it's tough i mean my favorite like my favorite raptor was there in the beginning, Damon Stoudemire, Rookie of the Year. And so he was my favorite from Arizona and uh, definitely want to interview him someday. And Fred Taylor from the Jacksonville Jaguars too. Uh, but I would say, man, uh, who's my favorite? I wouldn't say arguably, like I like all my Raptors. You know, I support them all. And, you know, I love that O'Shea Brissett has been connected with the team because he's a big-time Raptors fan, and him and I used to – we used to just talk about it, like in the locker room, whether or not we were, you know, I was doing an interview. We just kind of just catch up about it. So, I would say I like all the Raptors on the team right now. But my favorite player in the NBA, man, it's tough. I I really like Steph Curry because I liked him at Davidson, and um, so I would say I, I like Steph. Mm, I like Kawhi still. You know, Kawhi. The thing about Kawhi is he <clears throat> he was such a I don't know. He was such a, a force, but you know, if him being a superstar, like if he missed a free throw, he, he would literally shoot his free throw and then go chase it down. And you never see you. I mean, you don't see players in the NBA chase down, chase down their free throws, let alone, you know, the guy that's shooting and let alone a superstar. So like, you know, I mean, I, he would throw his, he would put his body on the line. Like he was, he was a guy from the G league trying to make the team. And I just feel like a superstar that still has the work ethic and the humbleness and the grit and the tenacity to try and do everything he possibly can to help the team win. You don't see that. And his work ethic is impeccable. And it's a huge reason why they won. And I think that, you know, your team feeds off of that. So I would have to say, you know, Kawhi's still up there for me, even though he left the Raptors. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, definitely, uh, I definitely see where you're coming from there. And I respect it, too. Actually, it was funny you mentioned the O'Shea Brissett and the Raptors because uh, late December, I took a trip to Boston to go see a Celtics game, and they were playing the Raptors, and O'Shea Brissett was actually playing at that point. So it was pretty cool to see our guys I've watched so many times at the Dome. Like we talked about earlier at the next level, he's at the highest level there is, you know? Yeah. So, that you know, that was really cool to see him there. He actually had a pretty good game, a couple dunks, a couple putback dunks and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I mean, and that's, 
like how many times do you see somebody's like dream of the dream come true? Right. Like he wanted to play in the NBA. He wanted to play for the Raptors. It all came together. It all worked out. Like that's why I believe in the, the that's why I believe in the big guy upstairs, man. I think he, I think he uh, definitely let go and let God is a real thing. Have faith and work your tail off. And I'm a living example that it works out, man. Sometimes I just look up at God and I'm like, listen, I don't know what you're doing, but I know it's going to be good. So just do your thing. And if you fight them, if you fight them, you always lose, man. There's you can't you can't be putting on those gloves and getting in the ring with Jesus. I mean, you're gonna lose every time. So there's something about God and and the beauty of uh, what He does. So it's all good. You got two more. Make them count, sir. Oh man. Um. I don't know. Let's go to celebrities. Right. Uh, who would you say your celebrity crush is? Oh man, I got many. Uh, <laughs> so, dude, I got many. So, um, let me think. Let me think. So, so I don't like picking somebody who's already married because they got to be attainable, right? So, right. so I I would say, and it, and it's tough because there's there's some celebrity crushes that you know I I would love I love to date, but you know they're they're all wifed up. So I would have to say. Uh, Jennifer, I don't think Jennifer Lo- or Jennifer Lopez. I don't think Jennifer Aniston is married. So, so Jennifer Aniston, she's on that list. She's been on that list forever and a day. But I think uh, Anna Kendrick's on that list too. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put I put Anna Kendrick on that list. And we're actually the same age. I didn't know that. She's five foot two, born on August 9th of eighty five. I'm October twenty first. So that's that's doable, man. Come on now. <laughs> so. Let's make that happen, and she likes to sing, and I'm all I'm all in the music. So so uh, Anna Kendrick, man, like let's let's make it happen. Let's figure that out, Christian. That's your birthday gift to me this year. You figure that out. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll figure that out with the ring for you. All right, man. Uh, last question. I don't even know. Uh, do you play video games at all? I do. I don't. I don't as much, but I do. Do you have a favorite one? Oh, favorite video game. I really want to get into my Star Wars game because I wanted it so bad for Xbox One X, and I got that new Star Wars. I don't even know the name of it, but or Fallen Jedi or something like that. But I uh, I want to get into that. But I'm a big Madden fan, man. I just I, I love Madden, and I've I've always always been a fan of Madden, and I got to get the new Madden because I got to, my guy Lamar, like I defended Lamar Jackson like crazy, and some people were like, Dan, you're nuts, and I was like, dude, I'm telling you, like this man, I covered him in college, and I believed in him, and so I need to get the new one because I need to, I need to, like I'm going to be Baltimore all day, I'm just going to run around with Lamar Jackson, so. (laughs) Right, man, so I mean, that's like playing with Vic back in the day, but Lamar Jackson is, you know. I don't know he's a stand-up dude, so I uh, I would definitely have to pick Matt. Do you have a favorite video game? Um, I play a lot of two K. I play some Fortnite. Okay, all right. I, I see. I I've never understood or known what Fortnite is about. So can you share with me the like? How would you describe Fortnite? Ah, uh, so pretty much you're just like a person, right? And you can play like with one other person or you can play squads so you have like two or three other teammates some people play solo squads where they play by themselves against like teams of four and stuff like that but i don't know pretty much you just land at different spots and you just try to find materials and guns and stuff like that 
they just kill everybody else. So you win. <laughs> man, that sounds crazy. So you know, yeah, I, I never played it, man. I just, I never, I never got into it. But I know people like play it all day long. Yeah, not. I definitely got into it late. Everybody was playing it, and I'm, uh, I'm not really a guy that just follows every trend, you know. But I heard everybody was playing it, and it was actually Luke that got me into it. One of the days we had a game, we had gone home after school, and he was like, oh, play Fortnite with me. And I was like, they don't even have the game. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, just download it. Whatever, whatever. So I downloaded it. We played a couple of games before, and I was like, yeah, this, like, this is really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I heard that. See, when I was in college, we were playing Halo, and and I was so bad at it. But I was so bad. And they had that one rainbow sword that if you got it, you just walk up to somebody, take them out. And, like, I would literally, like, they would make my body reappear in front of someone that had the sword. And I get killed instantly. And so my friends would play to, like, get their kills up. And at the end of it, I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is awesome. And they're like, what? I was like, I got 15 kills in that round. And then, like, they had, like, 112. And I was like, whatever, man. Like, I'm just proud. So, you know, but, uh, yeah, man, I like I like the sports games. And I like 2K, but I got to tell you, man, like, the NBA games are so much more difficult now. Like, you got you to gotta shoot perfect. Like, you got to hold it down. You got to do this and do that. Like, back in the day, you just had to, like, jump and let go of the ball. So... I, I mean, it's dude, it's tough. Do you play 2K? Yeah, I, I play a little bit here and there. Me and my friends like to play. We have like little tournaments and stuff together, so that's always fun. That now, what team do you have? A team that you play with? I uh, usually I I try to pick the Celtics. Well, I, I see who they're going with first. You know, like okay. if they're gonna pick a super stack team, then I'll probably pick like the Lakers or something like that. But. If, if we're going to do, like, more mediocre teams, I'll probably pick, like, the Celtics or somewhere, something like that. You know, I'm listening to everything you're saying, but now I'm stuck in the studio looking at a picture of Anna Kendrick. Like, we got to make this happen now. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that coming from – I didn't know we were the same age, bro. So, that coming from uh, Christian Rossi on the show today. And, Christian, man, I appreciate you. When all this is done, when coronavirus is over and, you know, the world, when, when, you know, when, when we can go outside and actually, like, go to the Wildcat and sit down, they're actually going to be doing the outdoor seating where you can order your food. And even if they're not open, you can still sit outside on the patio. So we need to get some, like, fried dough or something. But, but you and I need to, we need to catch up and hang out, man. I mean, uh, you and I in the same place, both with shaved hair right now. The world's the world's gonna like really lose it. So we need to uh, we need to catch up, man. It's been too long. Yeah, definitely. So, I, I miss those days. We we always had the show. It seemed like I was out another couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, you were. I mean, I might as well just call it wake up call with Christian and Dan. I mean, I just it's a normal thing now. But uh, you know, you're always a part of this show, no matter what. And you know, I uh, I definitely look forward to catching up with you face to face soon but i appreciate you coming on today and hanging out with me and uh, i look forward to talking with you soon yeah definitely thank you so much for having me thanks for the opportunity you know i've been stuck in the house for a couple months so i was really looking forward to the opportunity to chat it up with you yeah man listen take care of take care of everybody take care of yourself and please stay safe okay yeah absolutely you too